Welcome to the American Coin Out Podcast. Since 1960, American Coin Out Magazine has been the independent voice of the self-service laundry industry. I'm your host and editor of the magazine, Bruce Beggs. I've served American Coin Ops since 2011, and I'm in my 32nd year as a reporter editor. American Coin Op is well known for its coverage of the self-service laundry industry, but did you know that our parent company, American Trade Magazines, publishes two other magazines that cover other segments of the textile care industry? Today we're going to meet the editors for those two fine magazines, get to know a bit about their audiences, talk about the latest trends, and perhaps get a sneak peek at some of the issues we'll be covering into 2019. Tim Burke is the editor of American Dry Cleaner magazine. Since 1934, American Dry Cleaner has been the dry cleaning industry's number one magazine. Tim has been its editor for the past two years, and he's in his 36th year in publishing. Hi, Tim, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, Bruce. It's great to be here today. Thanks for having me. Matt Poe is the editor of American Laundry News magazine. Since 1974, American Laundry News has been the newspaper of record for laundry and linen management. Matt's been with American Laundry News since 2015. For 26 years, he's been in print and online media. He started out in local newspapers, writing about business and sports. And he's been a trade publication editor for 19 years in industries ranging from travel and tourism to after-school education to shed building. Hi, Matt, and welcome to the podcast. Good to talk with you, Bruce. Well, thanks, guys, for joining me today. Uh, It's going to be helpful, I think, to my audience to learn a little bit about other segments of the industry. And I can think of no better way to do that than to introduce them to your publications. Matt, let's start with you. Can you tell our audience a little bit about the audience you write for? Who are the readers of American Laundry News? Like you said, the American Laundry News, the tagline there is the newspaper of record for laundry and linen management. So we're looking at the supervisors and managers of facilities that process laundry. They, they're doing it for institutional, commercial, uh, industrial um, customers and, and uh, those that offer linen supply. That's who we're targeting there. And Tim, how about American Dry Cleaner? Who reads American Dry Cleaner? Tell us about your audience. American Dry Cleaner reaches dry cleaning owners and operators. We reach the decision makers, you could say, the ones that uh, make buying decisions about their company's uh, plants and products and equipment. All right, now let's talk about what we have in common. You know, each of our publications has the textile care industry in common, but more specifically, it seems to me like there are some common themes among our industry segments. One that occurs to me right off the top of my head is water usage and and conservation. Uh, I know that's a big deal. It is a big deal in uh, self-service laundries um, where, you know, they need to have the amount of water they need to supply what's needed for their washing machines, but they certainly don't want to overdo it because they're paying for every drop of water that they use. So usage and efficiency and conservation is an important thing to them. Matt, how about uh, to the readers of American Laundry News and those types of laundries? Where does water usage figure in their operation? Um, they're definitely looking at it uh, when they're reading Laundry News. They're, they're looking for ideas for help to help cost control in all ways, and that includes water usage, all the utilities that's going on there, because they want to they wanna be efficient. They want to control costs, and they also want to be sustainable, be environmentally sustainable. Now, Tim, water's not necessarily the first thing that people think about when they talk about dry cleaning. 
But I have to believe based on the amount of laundry that dry cleaners even do, that water usage is still a factor. Talk about water usage in terms of dry cleaning. Well, that's a great question, Bruce. Uh, Water is definitely used today more and more in dry cleaning. Everybody thinks of dry cleaning in terms of the solvents, and that's true. But uh, wet cleaning has now come into vogue and more and more, and that's really uh, the combination of water usage and the special detergents that are needed to to clean clothes. And this this really has uh, hand-in-hand come along with all the casual wear today, so water has taken a bigger use in uh, in the wet cleaning side of all cleaners. So when they say dry cleaning, they they mean dry and wet both. And it's really to serve this uh, wash, dry, fold part of the segment today. Okay. And then another area that I thought of that uh, affects all three segments of our industry is staffing. I mean, you know, to provide laundry services or to have laundry services provided, just about in every aspect, you need to have people there doing the, doing the work, doing the job. And, uh, you know, in the case of self-service laundries, a store could be unattended. Uh, but in, in many cases, a store is attended. Uh, you know, it depends on the number of people, you know, how large a store it is, that kind of thing. But in a lot of cases, a self-service laundry owner is going to employ at least a few people to attend the store uh, during busy hours to, you know, to take care of the day-to-day operations when they're away and that type of thing. Matt, can you talk about maybe the staffing considerations or the staffing needs of some of your readership or, or the laundries that you write about? What, how important is staffing to them, and what does that involve? Well, for the laundry news readers, the, the staffing, I mean, it kind of goes along with what we were talking about with efficiency, with, with cost control. They're, they're looking for good help. They're looking to, but they're looking to keep that cost down. And um, right now, with the labor force, they're having trouble finding good help with the potential for wage increases. You know, you know I've, I've talked with some who say, you know, there's plenty of, of people who want to work who are going to go take the easier job, and laundry's not an easy job. So that's, that, you know, that's one area where they're looking for, for help. Another is they're having trouble finding people with the technical ability to maintain equipment, and they need folks who know what they're doing. So there's a lot going on with labor in, in, in my segment. Tim, how about you? Uh, American Dry Cleaner and the dry cleaning side. What is staffing like there? Do dry cleaners run into similar obstacles or challenges in finding people to help run their operations? That's uh, for sure, Bruce. Uh, emerging challenges are, are the uh, finding, hiring, training, and keeping good employees, great employees. And that's what dry cleaners are after today. Dry cleaning owners want that. They want to find those great employees. It is a challenge today and it's it's really one of the highest priorities for dry cleaning owners when they when I talk to them that's what they tell us they they talk about those issues of employees and it is a uh, it is a very big theme in everything they do it's it's one of the top things that dry cleaning owners are worried about today all right and the, and you know another common theme i thought of is uh, marketing. Uh, no matter the size of your business and whether you're a self-service laundry or you have an industrial laundry or a dry cleaner, it seems to me that there's an important need. You have an important need to establish and market your brand. How important is marketing their brand to the dry cleaners you talk to? Well, whenever I talk to a dry cleaner or I'm in a group at a meeting, 
the point is brought up that, hey, there's a dry cleaner on every corner. Sometimes there's two on a block. So how do you really separate yourself? And this is a very big issue that they struggle with today. Uh, they, they do talk about branding. And for a small business owner, sometimes they don't even exactly understand what that is. So look at it as, as sort of a line. And there's people all along this timeline. Some got the concept very well down, and they're out there marketing their company, and they're, and they're out there reaching out to people. And others are just determining that they need to set themselves apart. What sets themselves apart? And, and some, it's sheer convenience. They're maybe close to a certain company, or they work closely with uh, a, a military base, or they're close to whatever it is, whatever their niche is. And then they're going to they're gonna go to the nth degree to try to promote that. So um, it really is a wide variety, but that's dry cleaning. That's what we see in dry cleaning. We do see a wide variety of those entrepreneurs. And uh, branding is talked about a lot. Some people get it. Some people are still working to get it. Matt, I'll ask you for American Laundry News, uh, the American Laundry News audience, you know, where does that fit in? Um, is it necessary to really market the brand? I know that some of your readers run laundries that serve larger organizations, so there's a little, di- you know, there's some differentiation there between your audience members. But talk about how branding and how marketing may impact uh, the laundries that your readers run. Branding is always important for when I'm talking with laundry operators. That, that branding is always important to let the potential customers and even their own customers know what they specialize in and what they've got going on. I mean, they want to let their customers know. It may be a little bit different than you know, for the vended or for dry cleaners who may be on the radio or maybe doing specials on, on online, but they definitely need to have that marketing out there with social media to keep in touch with their customers and have their websites up to date. You know, they have they have to do the, the necessary steps out there. I mean, just because they're serving institutions doesn't mean they can sit back and relax on, on the marketing side of things. All right, so for our, uh, our audience, let's talk a little bit about trends and what's hot right now and uh, what, are, you know, what are the things that we are seeing, the editors are seeing in covering the industry. And I'll start, you know, American Coin Op. One trend right now is toward cashless payment. Uh, the number of coin laundries is still much larger than the number of card laundries, for example. But I think that the interest and the intrigue there is growing so that's one trend that's on the coin laundry side. Another right now is uh, apps, pickup and delivery particularly. Um, there are a lot of, there have been a lot of startups in the last few years who offer through an app or an app-based system the ability for a laundry to offer pickup and delivery, which might be something that they hadn't done in the past. Tim, for the dry cleaning side, what are the hot trends there? What's happening there that's really catching your eye as you talk to dry cleaners? Here at American Dry Cleaner, whenever I pick up a phone and talk to someone or whenever I'm in a meeting with somebody, Bruce, I'm always talking to them about modernizing. They always come with, we have to improve the image of our industry. We're not an old, smelly, dusty sort of, and these are their words, not, we're not that anymore. And the new model is to improve or modernize the cleaning experience for the customer. And that's really what they talk about a lot. And a lot of these entrepreneurs are doing that. There, For instance, there's a lot of windows now. There's a lot of light. 
It smells very good. It's open. There's an open floor plan. Customers can see back to the spotting board, watch what the spotter does with a steam gun. They can see the machines. So they're kind of demystifying the whole cleaning experience, and that's sort of what I call it, to demystify it and to show all the modern things that are going on in cleaning. So uh, that is really a huge trend. It's, it's image. It's improving the customer experience. Matt, American Laundry News, let's talk about the industrial and institutional laundries for a minute. What are the trends? What are the, the hot topics that you see right there? Well, one of the, the biggest ones that right off the top of my head here is, is automation. We've, we've already talked about controlling costs. We've talked about efficiency, labor, and automation ties into all of that. Trying to automate the processes within uh, uh, an industrial laundry, transporting the the goods within a plant, uh, ironing the goods as they go through, folding them, making so that people aren't doing these jobs, but they have the equipment that's doing these jobs and doing it efficiently and quickly and getting it done. Also, that automation helps saving energy and, and, and the utilities that are going on. And, of course, it also saves in labor since you don't need as many employees working on it. So it all kind of ties in there, but that automation is huge. Well, there are some great stories coming up in American Coin-Op in 2019, I think, that, uh, that I'd like to tell you about. One is uh, staying ahead of the competition. Competition can be hot and heavy at times. Uh, there be, could be laundries in a very small area, uh, and you know, you're all competing for that same business. And so a story that I'm going to be working on for early 2019 is staying ahead of the competition. How to keep customers focused on a business brand when there are other players in the local laundry marketplace. So you'll be, want to be watching for that. Uh, later on in the year, I've got a story planned. It's called Wiser Washing, Conservation and Self-Service Laundries. And that's going to be a, a look at how today's advanced equipment can reduce a store's water and sewer demand. So you can watch for that. Another story that I'm going to be writing, going to be looking at, is landlord-tenant relations. Uh, conversations that I have with coin laundry owners frequently the lease is mentioned, or the relationship with their landlord, uh, things that the landlord may or may not be doing. And, you know, so I thought a story about landlord-tenant relations would be a good one. From day one, open communication and a clear understanding of responsibilities under that commercial lease are vital for keeping both parties happy. And so I think that's going to be a good story that you can look forward to. Looking ahead to 2019, what are some of the stories you have planned for your publication that you're excited about? Uh, Tim, let's start with you, American Dry Cleaner. What what are the, some of the stories that you're looking forward to writing or covering in 2019? Well, thanks for asking, Bruce. In American Dry Cleaner Magazine, I'm thinking of two stories right now that are very uh, interesting for me, and I know they're interesting in the market. POS is a big thing. That's point of sale, and that's the revenue system. Think of it as uh, the modern cash register, but now it tracks customer habits. There's data that can be uh, mind, you might say. And so that's a very interesting topic for dry cleaners. Some of them have it already. Some of them don't. And the second topic is uh, dust control. And that is really came about because of these awful, horrible stories of fires that you see when a, a fire started. And, and the tinder for fires in some of these cases is the dust and, and lint that is in the shop it just naturally collects and i know owners talk about this a lot it's hugely uh, important and how about you matt for american laundry news what are what are some of the stories that you're looking forward to uh churning out over the course of the next year 
Well, I've, I've mentioned automation already, and uh, in January we're going to have a story about looking even further, the future of automation. I mean, will we have fully automated plants, even even in tra uh, the delivery? Will we have driverless vehicles? I'm excited about looking at how far this automation is going to go. And then another one, uh, we've talked about labor issues. I'm going to examine this more in depth, looking at wages, shortages, the revolving door, try to get some ideas of what's going on more with the labor market and maybe some strategies to help the, the laundry managers with their labor issues. So with that, we're going to wrap up today's American Coinot podcast. I want to thank Matt Poe, editor of American Laundry News. You can find his work at the website AmericanLaundryNews.com. And Tim Burke. Tim is the editor of American Dry Cleaner Magazine. You can also find his work at his website, AmericanDryCleaner.com. Uh, gentlemen, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Bruce. The American Coin Up Podcast is a production of American Trade Magazine's LLC in Chicago, with music written by Nazar Ryback and provided by Hook Sounds. For more information about future podcasts, visit our website at AmericanCoinOp.com or consult The Wire, our weekly e-newsletter. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter to stay informed about these podcasts, along with news and information from around the industry. For American Coin Op, this is Editor Bruce Beggs saying your cycle is up. <laughs>